What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we'll do a bunch of updates that we need to catch up on from around the league. So the first big one is that it is looking like the, well, at least spring training. It's looking like at least spring training might be delayed. I, I saw a headline yesterday as I was watching, you know, ESPN there at the bottom of the ticker was saying that players and, you know, and, and the league are believing that it's likely that spring training will be delayed. You know, that I think that was always going to be the more likely scenario. I still think that we will have the season start on time. I, I believe that both sides understand the importance of that. Having spring training delayed by a bit is not the end of the world. Players are working out, players are staying in shape, and they'll be fine. Of course, I can't predict the future and anything could happen, but um, if spring training is delayed, I really don't think it's the end of the world. But over the past couple of weeks, Major League Baseball and the Players Association, they've they've been negotiating on core economics issues. So the past few weeks have been the first real discussions they've had since the lockout began early December. And if anyone thought that these talks were going to quickly lead to a resolution, I, I think that was just a bit too optimistic. Let's be honest here. This was always going to be a drawn-out negotiation. It was always going to be a bit of a standoff. And the reason I say that is because we remember what happened in 2020, during the pandemic negotiations, that was that was pretty messy, and that was drawn out for a long time. And the start of the season was delayed, and everyone saw the posturing from both sides. But um, yeah, right now, right now, the lockout is suggested to have a soft deadline of March 1st, a soft deadline for the new CBA to be in place. You know to be wrapped up by then, have the new agreement in in, dead, uh, in place by then. Because the season is supposed to open on March 31st, you know, 30 days before the start of the season. But now that it's February, there, there will have to be rapid progress over this month if that was going to happen. You have four weeks to do it. And um, basically the Players Association looks at the proposals made by Major League Baseball is less favorable to the players than what they had in this last CBA. The last CBA, Collective Bargaining Agreement, ran from 2016 to 2021. And basically, the Players Union came into this into this, into this um, discussion. They were not happy with it because they were, players were looking for a few significant changes. They're looking for dramatically expanded luxury tax thresholds, which means teams should be able to spend a lot more and acquire players, free agents, without hitting that luxury tax, which supposedly, well, not supposedly, but it's what prevents a lot of owners from wanting to go out and sign free agents. They don't want to pay luxury tax. So if you expand the threshold, then you have teams that are not as shy to spend. So players want that. Players want a path to free agency after five years of service, as opposed to what's currently six. And they want a $100 million cut to revenue sharing. So these are the things that the players are looking for. And some of them, they, they've kind of eased, they've pushed back pretty hard. Some of them they've kind of eased up on and they're not really necessarily clamoring for them. I guess when you go into a negotiation, you put, you know, your best foot forward on the table. You say, okay, best case scenario, this is what I want. And then you, you kind of you negotiate from there. You might meet somewhere in the middle. One side gives an offer, one side gives an offer, and then you you find an agreement somewhere between the two. But yeah, I mean it's it's not um, 
it's not going well, I would say. These negotiations aren't going well, but I'm not surprised. None of us are surprised. We saw we saw what happened in 2020, so this is never going to be easy. It's never going to be easy. But some people believe that Major League Baseball has made some player-friendly concessions. Like, you know, they've kind of given up some, some player-friendly points here. For example, the league said that, okay, they will create a salary pool to award exceptional performers who haven't reached arbitration yet. So it would give players on those rookie, you know, those rookie salaries a chance to earn extra money if they're really good, you know, without having to go through arbitration. And um, that's that's one thing that the league has conceded. But there's still a gap. There's still a gap. You know, a lot of numbers to go through. But right now it's all about money. When we talk about both sides talking about key economic um, whatever, economic parameters, it's just how much of the pie is going to go to Major League Baseball, how much of the pie is going to go to the Players Association. The rest is just details, but the players believe they want more money. They believe they need more money, and um, of course the owners want to keep their money, want to keep um, – they, they right now they make a good amount, and they don't want to reduce that. That's That's – the truth but i think they will have to come down a little bit because that's how businesses run i mean the labor holds a lot of power at the end of the day players hold a lot of power they are the players so it'll it'll all get sorted out it'll all get sorted out but we'll we'll update you as it goes so if we look at the free agent market there are a lot of unsigned corner outfielders and it's a strong one okay you have chris bryant nick castiano kyle schwarber we talked about Shea Suzuki a couple days ago and Michael Conforto. So these guys haven't signed yet. And if you look at that list, there's a case to be made that Nick Castellanos is the best pure outfielder on that list. He's available. And he's looking for a lot of money, right? You, you know, he he came out, said he's looking for, you know, a seven or eight year deal. Looking for seven or eight years. Um, yeah, and that that's that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for Castellanos. But he's, he's a pretty good bat. I mean, he's a very good bat. He's an elite bat. But will teams be willing to give this to him? He's 29 years old. Actually, no. Wow, he, he turns he turns uh, 30 next month. So he'll start, this will be his age 30 season still. You know, that's, that's right there. And he's right in his prime. If you look for a seven, eight-year deal, you can see he's, he's seeing dollar signs. But it seems like teams are more going to be likely to give him something like a five- or six-year deal. He's not the kind of player who... Um, I guess maybe because you don't like to give long-term deals to players you know, in their 30s. But if you give him a five- or six-year deal, I, I can definitely see that working, him getting a, a good AAV. So he's he's one name to keep an eye on. You know, there, there are some teams that were rumored to be interested in him. Um, you know, San Diego was rumored, but, you know, some people are saying that that's not necessarily going to be, be possible because, first of all, they already have – they have a pretty cluttered payroll. They have a lot of high-dollar players on their on their payroll. Machado, Myers, Hosmer, Darvish. These guys are all making a lot of money. And their payroll is already pretty high for 2022. But if San Diego is able to move some guys around, they could save some payroll room if they move Hosmer and or Will Myers in a trade. But we'll see. We'll see. I mean, if the Padres want to do that, they would have to attach some young talent because the Padres have a very 
a good farm system, but they have depleted it a bit as they've pushed in the chips to compete the past few seasons. But if they were tr to try to dump salary, it means you're going to have to send over some prospects with it because no one's just going to take a blow to contract without getting some nice prospects. So uh, San Diego might not be a good fit. Well, where else? Well, the Marlins. The Marlins have been interested in him, reportedly. I mean, Castellanos is a Miami area native. And the Fish already committed four years, 55 million to Avisayo Garcia, but they're still in the hunt for another bat. So Castellanos, I'm sure, would welcome a homecoming deal with the Marlins, but only if the terms are right. They need to pay up. They're going to have to give him the money. I don't think he'll take a hometown discount. He's looking for the money. So keep an eye on that. And in, in far, as far as the other bats, corner outfield bats, there was a report floating around that Kyle Schwarber was drawing some interest from the Rockies. No, that's going to be an interesting one as well. Kyle Schwarber had a phenomenal year last year. You know, had a had a great summer. You know, hot streak there. Actually, just the whole the whole year he, he played, he was he was really good. But um, I think some people are are looking towards a, a bit of a regression for him. But still, he's going to draw a lot of interest, um, way more than he did a year ago when he signed a one year ten million dollar deal. So he's gonna he's probably going to get a, a much better contract, probably multi years, and He'll do well on this market. So we have outfielders on the market, big-time bats, looking for a home. As the lockout ends, we'll probably see them sign pretty quickly. The Cardinals are looking for high-leverage bullpen arms. So this is a known priority for this club. And we have some high-leverage bullpen arms on the market. I would want to note that Kenley Jansen is on the market. And... That, that's somebody who's high leverage, I think. Obviously, a lot of experience there. But the 2021 Cardinals bullpen just finished middle of the pack in most metrics, right? And you could see them looking to make significant improvements there. You have some guys who are, are promising there. Jordan Hicks, high-octane righty. You know, Alex Reyes, he struggled in the second half, though. You know, Giovanni Gallegos, guys like that. But... You can see guys, Kenley Jansen being a target. Maybe Joe Kelly is also a target. You know, guys they could trade for, guys they could sign off the free agent market. You know, Brad Hand, Archie Bradley, Adam Ottavino. There are relievers out there, so expect the Cardinals to go out and grab one of those. Because should they add a high leverage arm to what's already a talented group, their bullpen could be a substantial strength for them in 2022. Especially if their rotation, you know, they just went out and got Steven Matz. So they're bolstering that. If their rotation can continue to eat innings at the pace it did in 2021, I mean, their bullpen, and the reason I say that is because if you look at the innings pitch, their bullpen threw the ninth fewest innings in the majors last year. So it means their starters are eating innings. So if their starters continue to do that, shorten the game for their relievers, that means your good relievers get to pitch more. That, that could be recipes for success that could be a recipe for success in st louis you know if you get you know jack flaherty to stay healthy jordan hicks to stay healthy i could definitely see this team you know, they're playing in a relatively weak nl central they'll be in a they'll be playing a high level in 2022 and returning to the playoffs if they, if they fix that for sure so those are the updates we have for today there, there are more but we'll continue tomorrow i guess you know, a lot of a lot of stuff is is going on, but um, I would say big things to note is that right now it is looking like spring training might be delayed, but we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But that's gonna do it for today. If you enjoyed this, 
Please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.